Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Whisperer, welcome back. How are we? Uh, been in better days. As Pete Murray would say, we've seen better days, mate. Mate, the uh, the beauties of running a Supercoach page, huh? The beauties of trying to go left field and Captain uh, Tedesco as well, mate. It uh, definitely backfired. That's the story of the week, isn't it? Yeah, mate, it's uh, it's brutal for those that did captain him. I mean, as happy as I was when it went down, geez, you still got to feel sorry for all those people, including yourself, don't you? Oh, mate, I just, I don't know. I just, like I said, it's its funny how much this game plays in your mind. I went to bed on, on uh, Sunday. Was, I was just so depressed. I was just like, oh, it's over. And then I woke up Monday and I realized that the results weren't too bad. We did drop down to 6-3-1-6. Um, but with a score of one one three three, I'd definitely take that. I was expecting far, far worse of a drop. How did you go, mate? Yeah, mate, I did pretty well. 1,392. Um, I didn't have, I didn't manage to trade out Remus Smith yet, so I had him in my side, so that did me massive overs. I um, I actually took the VC of Nathan Cleary. I had Tom Trevojevic. I brought him in, so it was good to get those points, but had the C on him all week, and I thought, oh, how much more upside is there, you know, when I've got a Cleary 96 or whatever it was. So I ended up taking Cleary, and, geez, it was a big relief when I saw Turbo finally come off for that rest because he was... I mean, he only played footy for about 50-odd minutes. He was unbelievable, wasn't he? Mate, I uh, I was watching that game, obviously, as, as a huge Tigers fan. At the 30-minute mark, uh, it was 6-0, and Turbo was on 10 points. And I was like, all right, cool, I'm going to go make some food. Went down, uh, made something to eat, came back at halftime, saw he was on about 70. Went back and looked at the replay. saw that he put on three try assists in about 30 seconds, and uh, and that, that pile on with Tedesco didn't help as someone that was banking on Turbo not firing this week. And, Never ever wishing injury upon players at all, of course, but um, we did we did hope for a quiet game and it didn't happen. Mate, I guess on the bright side, for everyone that doesn't have Tom Trevojevic yet, I mean, at least he has played somewhat limited minutes. Like, the damage is bad, but good God, it could have been worse. Yeah, I mean, like you said, when he went off that rest, um, I was very, very happy. I um, I was just praying that, that the, the bleeding would stop, but he does have a tough matchup this week, so um, I, mean, I will touch on our trades later on, but I'm definitely looking at that matchup against Penrith this week. But as you said, mate, I think the Seagulls are $6 or something head-to-head, and uh, 
Definitely worse times to chuck a chuck a sneaky twenty dollars on them, mate. How is the value there? Just quietly, I mean, this Penrith side, as good as they are, for me, they're not going to go undefeated. The the NRL is far too hard week to week. You're going to have an off week at some point, and if you're at five percent, Tom Travojevic, he can beat you on any given week. I think there's huge value in them this week. I think the bookmakers overvalue Penrith as well. Against the Broncos, I think the line was minus 30. Um, last week, it was minus 20. This week, it's minus 18. So definitely, if you don't like uh, Manly head-to-head, you can definitely take them plus 18. And um, yeah, I don't see the Penrith, Penrith beating them by three tries. I think this is going to be one of those games where it could go either way, but it could be one of those 14-12 type affairs, like a real grind out. Now, mate, before we do get into buy, hold, sells, I've got to mention, Monday, lunchtime, lockout was over. I finally opened my Supercoach app. Sitting 561 for the first time ever. I haven't got about three zeros behind my ranking. It is fucking unreal. Very, very coincidental, mate, that you've got uh, you got someone on and the rank goes up. I wish I could say the same for myself. Mate, let's dive into buy, hold, sells this week. Buys. Uh, one guy that has really impressed me for the New Zealand Warriors, he had to make an appearance at the judiciary this week. He's managed to get off his charge. Is Josh Curran. Uh, getting through quite a bit of work and geez, he showed some handy ball skills on the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, uh, common sense prevailed. I think the sin bin was a bit much and then obviously the, the match review committee overturned it, which was great to see for for owners. Um, I, like, like you and I touched on this before we started recording. I looked at his base and it wasn't fantastic, but you made a good point. There was a lot of stoppages and a lot of points scored that game. Uh, I'm not bringing him in myself, but definitely if you're going to free up some cash, you could, you could bring him in 203K minus 60 break even. Um, set to make some big money as well. So, it's just a case of uh, working out how many of these cheap center wings, uh, sorry, how many of these cheap um, two RFs you want. Do you go with Ben Condon if you've already got him? Do you go with Josh Curran? So it's weighing up if the cash is worth it. And mate, I, I guess the other worry with uh, with Curran, I've heard a lot of people have asked me this week. I'm I'm sure you've probably got the same. People are a bit worried about his minutes. We know what Nathan Brown is like. Uh, I spoke to Peter O'Sullivan, who, who I've had on the podcast here, and he sort of said that they're not expecting huge minutes out of Ben Murdoch, Masilla, but Josh Curran, they definitely are. So, mate, I, I think it's really promising sides. I'm expecting him to keep those minutes, and if he does, there's there's definitely money to be made here. Definitely. I'm just worried about the um, the presence of Eli Katoa. Obviously, playing a bit of reserve grade to get his form back, but we know how devastating he can be, and that comes in. We've got Sneeran in as well, so there's a lot of mouths in that back row to feed at the Warriors. And that's the only thing I'm worried about with Curran, but if he can hold those minutes, he's going to be a great option. Mate, uh, over at the Tigers, we've seen Jake Simkin, mate. He's played two games now. He's going to get a price rise at the end of this week. Uh, there's been rumours around about Jacob Little. He was named on the extended bench. For me, uh, in the New South Wales Cup, he's been named there to start. It's a different side that was named to last week, so it's not like they're just putting out the same team list. To me, that seems to be a good sign that we could see Jake Simkin play decent minutes. Uh, I mean, if Moses and Byers on the bench, I can cop that. But Jacob Little, that's just a completely uh, different kettle of fish, isn't it? Tigers are also playing very, very well in New South Wales Cup too. I'm not too sure how much stock the club's taking. Their reserve grade sides uh, winning the whole thing. It's obviously a great trophy to have, but they're playing well. Um, and, and Jacob Little looks to be a feature part of that New South Wales Cup side. But you're right. If Moses and Byers there, he plays 25, 30 minutes. We'll take that. But it's when Simpkins comes on, the minutes get split. Look at someone like a, a Jake Turpin who was playing 80 minutes week in, week out. And then Denny Levi comes in and they split minutes. So um, definitely one to watch out. But I think you're going to free up a lot of cash going little to Simpkin or even a Watson to Simpkin if you've decided to pull the trigger there. And mate, even if Simpkin does lose minutes, I mean, I think it's a matter of time till he scores a try at some point, surely. 
What did he score? Five tries in three games, something in reserve Mate, something grade? Something unreal. He's still leading the bloody... There was a bloke that scored um, their, their left winger. I can't remember his name, but he scored four tries on the weekend. And on his fourth try, he overtook Jake Simpkin, who hadn't played in two weeks. So, unreal. Yeah, kid's a, kid's a special talent. We haven't seen any attacking stats from him. It's all been tackled. So, only a matter of time until that picks up, I feel. The Tigers draw, uh, as, as poor as they are playing, the, the, tri- the Tigers draw does get a little bit easier. So, hopefully that opens up some, um, some opportunity for Simpkin. And of course, mate, it's something we're going to talk about later in the week. But of course, the West Tigers, they do play round 13. It's a big tick, isn't it? Yeah, definitely looking forward to coming on and talking about Origin. I think it's it's crucial, but him playing round 13 is definitely going to help his cause as well, picking him up. And we'll touch on that in the Origin podcast about trades and picking up players. But uh, that's definitely a big tick in his column. Mate, another buy that I know you're very keen on, Tavita Pangai Jr., the enigma from up in the Brisbane Broncos. Tell me about him. 670K to start the year. Uh, for what he can do, that's reasonable, but it's always the the issues and the brain explosion we have with TPJ. He has bottomed out quite a bit. Um, I think he's around 500K with a, with a 50 break even. So I think TPJ has bottomed out. Um, there's not very many options uh, pushing their way through forward in the front row options this year. So TPJ could definitely fill that void. Um, we know what he can do when he gets the arm free. Uh, he's a bloke with not a huge base. I think his base is 35 or so. So it's not great, but it's those offloads. He can get your 50 points offloads a week. So... Kevin Walters just has to use him effectively. Playing big minutes on the edge there, I don't think that's going to matter in terms of him getting that hand free and throwing some erratic offloads, but we'll take that for Supercoaches all day of the week. Mate, I must say, Tavita Pangai Jr. is the reason why me and so many other Supercoach players have massive trust issues. He's let me down so many times before, it's not even funny. Oh, he'll score 110 and then the next pick punch a bloke in the nose. So um, it's, it's a risk you have to take, but the way he's playing this year, it uh, looks to be a cooler head this year. So playing with controlled aggression, which is what we talked about in the preseason. Touching all the wood, my friend, touching all of it. Tell me about uh, Luke Thompson, a guy that I brought into my side last week, uh, just smashing our base stats, especially whilst we've got Josh Jackson out. Is he a buy this week? Yeah, obviously touted as the best front row forward in the world when he came over last year, but very, very tough times. No preseason. Had to do a, had to do a bit of cardio in his hotel room in the middle of the global pandemic. Didn't say the best out of Luke Thompson, but as his minutes pick up coming back from that injury, um, we can definitely see him uh, becoming a great option moving forward. I think he played 65 minutes on the weekend for a 64 dual position front row forward to RF. So yeah, look with, with even with Jackson back, I don't think it's going to affect him. I think he's going to play big minutes in the middle and uh, Trent Barrett relies on him heavily. We saw those two embrace pretty, pretty emotionally after they got that win on the weekend. So I think Luke Thompson is a, a key part of Trent Barrett's rotation. Mate, how good were those scenes? Yeah, look, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people are giving stick to the Bronco to the Bulldogs about how much they're carrying on. But um, I'm sure everyone's played in in footy sides, Oz tag sides, touch sides, whatever, where they've haven't haven't had the success they want, and it's just a big relief to get it off your back. And I think they're up against it this week against the Eels, but it's definitely confidence to build on moving forward. The announcement of Brett and Aiden today might boost the morale too. They've got a pretty handy backline coming into next year, so this year's all about building. I think for the Bulldogs, and I'm, I'm happy to see them get the win and and yeah, really embrace it. Yeah, man, I, I don't give them much hope against the Eels this week, but a win in the in the NRL, it can do funny things, can't it? Yeah, I just uh, asked the Broncos that when they won two in a row last year. Celebration time. Tell me, mate, let's move to Holds. Uh, a guy that we've both got, we've both been very high on him, is Connor Watson. Tell me about him. Connor Watson's a weird one. He's playing sort of 40 minutes to start the first half, playing the entire first half, pumping out. Uh, at 1 ppm, but not really doing much in the second. I still think Connor Watson's a safe 50, 55 points every week. He's not going to drop a bunch of cash. Um, as a reserve option, if I say to you, he's a 55 point scorer, you're going to take that, aren't you? So um, I think he's going to fill a void. Uh, a lot of these guys we'll talk about that are holds 
Um, we'll fill a void come round 13 as well. So definitely hold on to him. Interesting to see what happens with Fitz when he's back. Who's going to be the big loser of that? Is it going to be Barnett? Is it going to be Suazo Sue? Is it going to be Connor Watson? So curious to see how Adam O'Brien uses Fitzgibbon when he comes back. Um, but hopefully we can get a, a decent round out of him round 13. And then I'm sure when we, when we do this podcast in round 14, he'll be in the sell category. Mate, Watson is another guy that I'm looking at in the same category as Jake Simkin. Uh, he is just one offload away or one half opportunity away from scoring you know, a 90-point game or whatever. We know that he's got attacking stats in and we haven't quite seen it yet, but it's just going to take that one half opportunity and Connor Watson, he could explode at any moment. Yeah, uh, I think we saw one game of him when he really uh, had an attacking flourish and he scored 108 from memory. Um, but we know that's if Connor Watson's going to pump out 55 in base every week, uh, we know how elusive he can be around the ruck. And if he breaks that game open, we know how damaging he can be. I think you and me have the same opinion. You much prefer to see Connor Watson come off the bench? Yeah, mate. Oh, I would like to see him go up against the tired bodies. I I, I just think that the, the bench is more important now than what it ever has been. We, we, we've spoken about this before, and I would just let the big boys go head-to-head for the first 20, 25, and then you unleash Connor, and I would like to see him play the entire back 60. Uh, I understand starting with him, but if, if I was coach, which I'm obviously not, I would definitely have him coming off the bench. So you much prefer to see someone like Suazo Sue drop out, Fitzgibbon come into the starting side, Barnett move back to 13? Yep, just put a big yeah. body out there and just let him rumble for a little bit. Definitely, mate. Mate, um, one guy that I want to ask you about, and I don't know if he's in the hold, I don't know if he's in the sell category, and he's not written down on our bits of paper, so I'm going to throw one out of the spanner for you. Um, Takiaho, now missed last week, had a rib injury the week before. This week, named on the bench. I Personally, I hate the idea of him being on the bench. I've just got no idea what's going to happen here. Are you a Takiaho owner still? Yeah, mate, I'm still number one on the TKO train. My last reserve comes down to Ryan James, Jake Simpson, or Takiaho. Look, I said to you a couple of weeks ago, Takayaho should be in everyone's final 17 um, come grand final week. But that's only in the case if he holds a goal-kicking. Sam Walker, obviously, is a very accomplished goal-kicker himself who, who kicked well last weekend. So if we come back and when TKO is at full fitness, if, if Walker is kicking, I think it's time to put the boot through him. But for this week, um, if you're selling Takayaho, then you've obviously got no issues and I'm fine with it. But if you're like myself with a few injuries... Um, that need fixing up, I think we can wait a week on him. So it's it's one of these ones that it's very subjective per team. Yeah, I, I think I've got other issues to worry about and, you know, more money to be made elsewhere. So I'm going to hold on to him. Let's move to ourselves, mate. First man on our list, Ryan Pappenhausen. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, weird. We had Pappy in the hold last week, but that was under the impression that he was missing a week. But it's come out that he's missing probably another three. So, yeah, it's just ne- nearly a million dollars to be sitting on the, um, on the bench. It's just way too much cash for me. What about James Tedesco, mate? Um, you know, we were all expecting him to be ruled out this week. I still kind of am, but we've been given a little glimmer of hope, haven't we? Yeah, a lot of people are asking me this as well. Like, do we sell Tedesco? But what's the point? Like, in all honesty, what's the point of selling Tedesco now? Um, I remember I remember posting something a couple of weeks ago saying that he is a sell when he scored, when he was sky high and Kiri went out. And um, every man and their dog wanted to say, never, ever sell Tedesco, but... If you jumped on that, you're, you're reaping the awards, aren't you? You would have cashed a lot of money. You would have moved to a, a Latrell Mitchell, and then you would have moved Mitchell to a Turbo, and you would have banked so much cash. But I think the the ship has well and truly sailed with uh, Teddy. We just hold him. I think he's 580K or something with a, with a big break even. So there's no benefit to selling him, I don't feel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mate, to be honest with you, with every message I get about Tedesco, geez, I want to tell people to sell him, though. I would love to see a big percentage of people get rid of him this week. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm, I'm a huge um, Teddy fan moving forward with the draw, but... Uh, do, do we think it's a Sam Walker issue or do we think it's a Drew Hutchison issue? Mate, I, honestly, I'm not sure to be... I'm, I am I keep watching them and I keep... You know, because he, he is pushing up for opportunities. He's there and thereabouts. He's, he's on the inside of plays, but it's just... I don't know. It just seems to not be coming. Drew Hutchinson... I'm not an overly huge fan of. I've noticed that Adam Kieran, he's returning through New South Wales Cup this week. I think he is definitely a guy to keep an eye on over the next few weeks. Because nothing much has changed. The back line hasn't changed. Um, the the hooker, you could you could go like for like with Sam Verrills and, and Jake Friend. The forwards haven't changed too much. If anything, they've gotten better with the addition of Victor Radley. So do we really think Luke Keery has that much of an impact on Tedesco and the way that he pushes through? I don't think so. I think it's just a rough patch he's going through. The team is still finding their feet. Sam Walker is clearly a, a bona fide superstar. So it's I wouldn't put it down to that. I think it's just one of those things that maybe he's a little bit low on confidence um, and I, I expect him to pick it up come origin to really make that claim. Mate, as you know, I'm the biggest Victor Radley fan in the world and it's great to see him back, but I still feel like he is a long way from his best still. I feel he's got a lot more improvement in him. I feel like his fitness, he's still struggling a little bit to keep up with the pace of the game. I feel like there is so much more upside in the Roosters over the next few weeks and it could spell, you know, big points for James Tedesco once again. Yeah, definitely. That's I look as much as I um if I was a cynical person, I would tell everyone I want followers to sell the players that I want to keep, but in reality, I think if you're playing the long game, um Selling Tedesco was it was the option four weeks ago. Selling Tedesco now, I just I just sit tight on it, mate. Let's jump to some other sells. Uh, Stefano, big front row out of the West Tigers. He's been pretty impressive so far this season. Bit of a weird super coach player. He seems to score a lot more points when he comes off the bench than when he starts. I believe he's gone back to the bench for this week. So a lot of people are thinking more points are coming. But you're saying sell this week? Hasn't scored above fifty without tries, um, which is concerning. Yeah no matter where he plays. I think he's he's had two scores over 60. Both of those have been with tries. Apart from that, he pumps at about 40. He's currently 350K, so he's made us good money. Uh, break even of 60. Mike McGuire just doesn't seem to be using him effectively enough. It's hard because he does play round 13. But let's look at the Tigers' roster. Do you really think he's going to pick up minutes in that buy round? I don't think so. James Tamo's not playing Origin. Alex Twyla's not playing Origin. Joe Offerhengiawi's not. Luciano's not. So... Someone like a, if we look at someone like a, a Spencer Lenu, for example, um, I feel he has much more upside during Origin than someone like a Stefano does because Spencer Lenu is going to have Kurt Capewell, he's going to have Isaiah Yo, um, potentially even Moses Leoto, who's a smoky, to, to free up some minutes. Whereas Stefano isn't going to have that that bulk of minutes open up. And I think the, the nail was in the head last weekend when he, he started, played 25 minutes, played fantastically, and then didn't come back on to the last four minutes when the game was dead and buried. So. Um, yeah, look, he's done the job, but a 60 break even for me, it's a sell. And mate, like as appealing as round 13 is, I mean, it's six weeks away. It's a long hold on a guy that's not scoring very well on your bench, isn't it? And that's that's it, that goes hand in hand with the point that I just made. If he had upside for round 13, if the Tigers had a stacked representative forward pack and he wasn't getting minutes now, um, I'd still hold him because we know that that is going to open up for him during Origin. But the fact that the, no, no Tigers player is going to be making Origin um, doesn't really see him, too many minutes open up for him. 
Mate, a Canberra Raiders winger that's been pretty popular this year that, for me, has been extremely disappointing. I'm, I'm a bit shocked he's in the team still. Bailey Simonson, he's a sell. Yeah, mate. Uh, Simonson, Charlie Staines. Um, I, I would have said Remus Smith a week ago, but he's now got a big score in his rolling average. So all these sort of cash cows that we bought at the start of the year that haven't kicked on, that aren't going to look like kicking on, that are just... Um, blemishes in your side. If you're one of these guys that doesn't have too many of an issue, you can start cleaning up these. You can nuff them out to free up cash. You can upgrade them to guns and a wing. So now's the time where if you have no injuries, you can really set yourself apart and start getting rid of these guys. We've put Simmons in here as, as the scapegoat, but there's there's plenty of guys in this category that haven't really kicked on. Mate, let's talk captains and vice captains this week. Uh, obviously, you've got Cody Walker playing against the Canberra Raiders. They're not the Canberra Raiders that we're used to, but, geez, him, Damien Cook, very hesitant on those. You've got, obviously, Tom Travojevic going up against the Penrith Panthers, so Cleary, Luai, I'm not confident on them. I'm not confident on Tom Travojevic. Is this the week that we could see Munster finally turn up against the Cronulla Sharks? Munster, but even more pod. If you've brought in Nico Hines as... If you've brought in Nico Hines as as a bit of a scapegoat with Pappenhausen, Definitely worse options to put the VC on the Nico Hines. As much as people are going to raise their eyebrows, Nico Hines is a bona fide super coach gun when he starts. We saw that last year. We saw it on the weekend. Um, I really like him. I think Munster is just... I think this is what we're going to see from Munster, isn't it? Sort of 80 points every week. We'll take that. Nothing too exciting, but it's just an 80-point game from Munster week in, week out. So I think that's what we're going to see of him. You can put the VC on him and, and try and hope that he turns up uh, against Bill Chambers. I think that could be a, a bit of a, a nightmare for him defensively. Um, for Chambers, not Munster, that is. I think they're going to terrorize him. Uh, David Fafita against the Broncos. We know that he's going to probably stand up and go, well, last time he did it, he, he killed them. Uh, the Panthers, Seagulls, I wouldn't be looking at this game too heavily. I think it's going to be one of those grind affairs. Uh, Gutho, uh, I suggested captaining him last week, which worked out well. I think he could go well against the Bulldogs as uh, well. Um, if Teddy plays, do we, do we roll the dice again? Uh, I, I'm not too sure. Uh, we well, mate, the, the reality with that is that like, you might not know if Teddy's playing until 6.30. All of a sudden, your captain options after that are very limited, aren't they? Definitely, that's that's the, the problem. Um, Valentine Hones uh, against the, the Warriors. If you want a consistent, safe option this week, Tohu Harris um, back from that concussion. Uh, even Ben Hunt is, is worth a look if you've held him for this long. But I think, um, I think your captains are going to come from the Storm Sharks game, the Broncos Titans game or the eels Bulldogs game, personally. I'm sure, mate, there'll be plenty of people on the David Fafita train once again. Uh, yes, yes. And I'm, I'm in love, we'll be honest, it'll probably be, be myself as well. Um, he scored a hat-trick and then came back and scored a 78, which is fine. You'll take that every day of the week. But then the next week, scored a hat-trick and maybe people will chase the points. But he's another one of these guys. We haven't touched on um, Isaiah Papali'i, who just continues to score tries week in, week out. He scored five tries in four games and has held his starting spot over Maddo. Uh, a similar mold to Fafita. I think you're paying overs for, for the attacking stats that he puts out. Do you have a strong opinion or, or an indifferent opinion on, on Isaiah? Mate, I absolutely love this bloke. And I'll tell you what, my one opinion is surely Sean Lane is on some of the biggest borrowed time of all time, isn't he? Does he have photos of Brad Arthur that, that we don't know about? Mate, he's got something. It's unreal. I was reading a thing this week. He averages an, an error every eight touches. I mean, you've got Ryan Madison, Nathan Brown, Papa Lee. How on earth can this bloke be starting in three weeks' time? That sounds like me and D-grade Oztag. Any fucking Oztag. Tell me about it. I live there. Um, no, I think, I think Matto back to... Um, is, it the, is it the right or the left? His prominent side? 
think he was uh, playing he, last year. Yeah, I think he was playing. Was he? He was playing right prominently last year, but then he moved to the left this year. From yeah, memory. so I, I definitely can see a world where Isaiah stays on the left and, and Maddo comes into the right, which would be a very frightening combo. But even so, I think uh, Papali is seven hundred k. He's a sixty point scorer without tries, so uh, I think people are maybe just paying a little bit too overs, not looking too heavily into the stats. Mate, I think especially that that performance that he had last week. I mean. It was about. It looked like it was about forty degrees up there as well. Like an incredible performance from him. So twenty nineteen um, was, I guess, my best year for Supercoach, and and he was hot property all preseason. Everyone was talking up this Isaiah Papaliti guy. I think he was about three hundred eighty k from the Warriors, and and everyone picked him up, and he did nothing. And yeah, it's good to see him back uh, for the Eels side. Great Eels recruitment. Are we going to talk about the other great Eels recruitment? Which one, mate? Which one? We know who it is. It's the Cardi Party. Cardi Party, mate. I, I'm very, I'm so excited to see him back doing what he's doing. A lot of people have messaged me this week about Supercoach and him, and oh, he's not, he's not a buy. He's, he's not a buy, is he? Like, I mean, no, there's so he's many one, people. He's just, he's just one of these guys that you can get behind because being through a lot. I think if he, if he, if Matto, like I said, I, I made a joke on Twitter. If, if Matto decides to to be out for the year and um, Papaliti takes up professional judo. And I could, I could see a world where we pick up Cardi if he starts, but even through Origin, he's not going to get much game time. So it's just good to see him playing good footy. But as for Supercoach, I, I wouldn't be going there. Mate, I'll tell you what, it's a world that I will happily buy a ticket for just quietly. I'll, I'll send out the invite in the mail, mate, for the party. Cannot wait. Mate, uh, I look forward to having you on later in the week. We're going to go through all of the round 13 options. Obviously, buy planning so important. And uh, there's a number of good options here, isn't there? Yeah, mate, uh, I'll have to make a list over the next couple of days, but off the top of my head, there's probably 20, 30 names that we could name. Whisper, I appreciate your time once again. Good luck this week. Good luck catching me, by the way. Can't go worse than last week, mate. Hope not. See you, brother. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 